Your attention, please. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Salagadula, metricabula, Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Disney Addicted Podcast. This is show number six, and as always, I am Brian. I hope you guys are having a good week. I, I hope you're having a terrific week, and hope this brings a little extra Disney magic to it. We have an exciting show this week with two awesome news stories, including a rumored new ride to Epcot along with the resort, and I am going to tell you guys my top places to get breakfast in all of Walt Disney World, and it may not be where you think, so make sure you stay tuned and enjoy the show. In the news this week, there's a rumored new ride coming to the UK Pavilion at Epcot, and it's rumored to be a flat spinner ride themed around Mary Poppins. Now I'm really excited for this. I think it's awesome to bring IP into World Showcase. I know that's not a very popular opinion, but I think it's important to keep the kids interested walking around there while they're being educated about the different countries. Let me know, let me know what you guys think. I know I probably don't have the most popular opinion. I am very excited for the Ratatouille ride coming to France, and I'm hoping they bring some more rides into these different pavilions as the years go on. Next in the news, now I know this isn't technically Disney, but it is another theme park in Orlando, Universal Studios has started their Halloween Horror Nights. Now this is no Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party like we talked to before. This is absolutely terrifying. And the haunted houses and scare zones truly bring you into these horror movies and just immerse you in theming. Now the theming is so good, it's almost like they brought they built another theme park for this month and a half. So if you are a horror fan, this is a world-class attraction that you can't miss. And I, the highlight houses for this year are definitely Stranger Things, Poltergeist, and Slaughter Cinema, which is an idea that Universal had. This isn't an IP, but this is like eight or nine B-movies that they created that you walk through. It looks scary terrifying and awesome all at the same time so if you are a horror fan make sure you check this out and lastly in the news there is a new resort coming to the epcot area tishman and metlife investment management company has said they are going to build a resort where the swan and dolphin tennis courts are it's going to be a tower it's going to have 349 rooms and it's going to have a restaurant and a lounge in it now the restaurant isn't too big only seating about 75 people the lounge 50 so it seems like it's going to be along the lines of the Aventura Hotel that Universal just opened up, but I am always excited when a new resort is coming to the Disney area and on property. It's fun to walk over there, investigate it, and this is going to be a nice family contemporary themed hotel that I think a lot of people will enjoy. Hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Now we all know breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and it's even more important when you're going to be hiking around a theme park the whole day. And I'm going to give you guys the best places to go. It may not be where you think. This is places you can get quality food, sometimes good character interaction, and you're going to leave there full and powered up for your day in the parks. I hope you enjoy it. Now our first breakfast is going to be over at the Beach Club, and it is at the Cape May Cafe. Now this is a New England style venue and it's themed that Minnie is having a beach party. You get to meet Minnie, Donald, and Goofy and this is just the highlight of this is the great character interaction. 
the characters come around multiple times, take pictures, sign autographs, and you don't go hungry with the food either. Now, the scrambled eggs with chorizo is just salty and cheesy enough. And the roasted asparagus and broccolini. Now, I may, maybe it sounds a little funny to have vegetables as a highlight of this buffet, but what makes this is the hollandaise sauce. It's just lemony enough, and it goes perfectly with that asparagus and broccoli. And lastly, I got to give you something that the kids will enjoy. Here is the Mickey waffles. Now, you can get Mickey waffles at any buffet breakfast on property, but these seem to have a little extra hint of vanilla that my daughter really loves. And at only $35 per person, this is one of the cheaper character buffet breakfasts. And it's going to power you up. You're a short walk from Epcot. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. Our next best breakfast in all of World Disney World is right across the lake and you are going to the Boardwalk Resort and it is Trattoria El Forno. Now surprisingly this is another character meal with quality quality food. Here you get to meet Rapunzel, Flynn Rider, Ariel, and Prince Eric. Now what's great about this is they bring you pastries and fruit before your meal so when you're sitting there waiting for the characters you're not going hungry. Now, I'll give you guys the best things to order when you're there the King Triton's Shipwreck Al Forno. Now it's a calzone with scrambled eggs, bell peppers, salami, bacon, sausage, and a blend of cheeses with a Sunday gravy. Now this was absolutely ginormous. You could definitely split it if you wanted to or bring some back to the room that you can have later. But this was basically, if I was gonna describe the taste, a breakfast pizza wrapped up in a calzone and it was so good. Next, you got to order the Royal Breakfast. This is an oat grilled steak with cheesy egg tort and fonduta with breakfast potatoes and crispy onions. Now, what was great about this is the quality of the steak. It was not a theme park steak that is cooked within an inch of its life. It was cooked perfectly. It was tender and the breakfast potatoes were nice and salty. And lastly, I'll give you another thing that the kids will like flounders flapjacks now how can you even go wrong just with the name right now these were a good size stack of thick buttermilk pancakes with powdered sugar and a side of bacon sausage or fruit but who are we kidding you're at disney world you don't get the fruit so the bacon of the sausage was absolutely incredible as well the powdered sugar on it really hit the spot my daughter loved it and you guys will definitely love it as well and lastly and what i consider the best breakfast in all of Walt Disney World, what I consider probably the best breakfast buffet I have ever been to and I've had the opportunity to go to a lot is at Animal Kingdom Lodge and it is Boma. Now to get to Animal Kingdom Lodge if you don't have a car on property is a little tricky. You have to take a bus from your hotel to a theme park and then from that theme park to Animal Kingdom Lodge but in my opinion it is worth it. Now the name Boma even the theming is incredible. A boma is a livestock enclosure or stockade or corral that's mostly made of sticks and thorns to keep lions out so that, you know, the villagers and stuff can keep their livestock safe in Africa. So the theming is on par and you'd expect nothing less from Joe Rody. Now, what makes Boma so special is the African spices they use that you just can't find anywhere else. And it's a buffet, so you can take samples of food and not commit to having a whole plate of a food that you might not like. Now, at some of the highlights here, uh, to me, the whole buffet is a highlight, but anything at the carving station, they have turkey with a spiced gravy, which goes great with it. They have a roast beef, and for breakfast, they also have a corned beef with a sweet glaze on it, which gives you that salty and sweet combination that goes perfectly together. 
Another thing there is the fried plantains that are just sweet. And even those have a little bit of a certain spice to them. I'm not sure what it is, but it doesn't just taste like fried plantains you'd get anywhere. They have scrambled eggs with goat cheese and a dish called a turkey babodi, which is like an egg casserole dish with ground turkey, mushrooms, raisins, onions. It tastes so good, and I think about it for weeks after we're done. And lastly, one of my wife's favorites is their tater tots, because now it's just kind of a typical Disney tater tot, but it has those great spices on it that really bring out the crunchiness and flavor. Now, for dessert, you have to try out the zebra domes. Now, if your kids are with you, do not let them try the zebra domes. The zebra domes have a a, a serious amount of alcohol in them that kind of punch you in the face, but boy, are they good. And maybe get the kids the bread pudding. Now, when I say bread pudding, you might think of like some sloppy stuff that your grandmother eats or something. That's not what this is. You can you can have they have icing like uh, to put on it, and it's so good. It has a little hint of banana to it. It's so sweet and filling. It is great. And when you're there, another highlight is the service. Make sure you ask for Christian. In my opinion, he is the best server I have ever had, best cast member in all of Walt Disney World. I think Walt would truly be proud. So if you do go there, make sure you ask for Christian. He'll take care of you guys. And at $25 a person, it, I think it is besides Trails End over um, near the Magic Kingdom, I think this is the cheapest breakfast buffet on property. Now, it doesn't have any characters, but sometimes that's nice. You can kind of just take your time, maybe get a press pot of their African coffee, which is amazing. And after dinner, make sure you walk around the outside and check out all the animals. It's really going to make you guys want to stay here. See you real soon. <laughs> And that'll do it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please like, comment, subscribe, you know, all that stuff. Um, I've truly enjoyed doing these. And I wanted to take a second at the end of this to give you guys a, a maybe a hint of why I'm doing it. So not too long ago, I was like significantly overweight and really sad. And I started listening to Disney podcasts. And while I listened to them, not only did I think of how I wanted my life to be, but I started taking action and I started going for a walk and listening to them. And then I decided, okay, anytime I'm listening to them, I'm going to go for a jog. And before you knew it, I lost 100 pounds and I am significantly happier and in a better place in every single point of my life as far as being a husband and a father. And I hope I can inspire somebody to take action and truly get to the point where they love their life and love what they're doing. And if they have anything in their life that they're scared to start, you know, like something as stupid as a podcast, just do it. You get over the momentary anxiety of starting something and you become a much happier, healthier person. So I hope you guys are able to somehow pull inspiration from that. And if I can just help one person, it would be so worth it. Um, and another thing, if you guys are planning a trip and you have some questions or anything like that, please feel free to send me a message on Facebook, the Disney Addicted Podcast. Shoot me a message, any question, anything you guys need that I can help make your vacation a little more magical, I'd be happy to do an answer for you. So guys, remember till next time, have a magical day.